No Things Considered. Channel Q. If you're going to share a pathetic confession like that, Allie, save it for the air. Jeez, don't toss that off the oh, air. I have on-air ones and off-air ones. Wait, I've got, I've wait got. till the mics are on if you're going to go ahead and spill the beans like that. Hey, it's the all-new Channel Q. No things considered. On a very special day, of course, if you let Hallmark dictate how you live your life, it's Valentine's Day, which is why uh, we are feeling extra romantic and probably the reason that Allie is 3% hornier than usual. <laughs> I do keep track of that, ask her every day, which is slightly uncomfortable and probably not acceptable by the workplace standards that we had to uh, agree to. But uh, she did tell me today she is uh, 43% horny. So It's going down by the moment. All right. Well, that's the effect that we have on people. Uh, Happy (laughs) Valentine's Day. I don't know if you're supposed to. It's a weird thing. Um, I think it's a weird thing to say to strangers. I think it's a, a I've heard interactions today from, you know, at coffee places. And it's uh, a happy Valentine's Day to you. I think the holiday, it's made up so we can all just kind of, interpret it however we choose to, but I thought the concept was this was really just two people or whatever it is, whatever kind of open relationship you're in, celebrating love, and it was a a sexual sort of love, but then it got very strange, and and as you know- It permeated to different people in your family, in your friend circle, in your workplace- yeah, it's weird. Which I is saw, strange. I saw someone uh, in the garage here that was getting a bouquet of flowers together to bring no. to someone at work, which, you know, look, I got a lot of issues with, I mean, I, I think sometimes people overreact to maybe the way things are intended. However, if it's a romantic holiday, and it is, it's romantic, right? Well, it's about love. It's about I love. guess it could be romantic love. It could be platonic love. But I think that most people think of it as romantic love. Well, if you're spending 40 bucks on a bouquet of flowers, that's... For a friend. That's yeah, stupid. That's, that's real love. That's on you. I mean, I remember one year my dad asked me if I'd sent my mom flowers. And I was like, I'm not trying to do her. Why would I send, why would I send her <laughs> you're flowers? Like I've already been in there already. Yeah, that's when I was weird. born. That's where I started. All right? I didn't spend, <laughs> buy Nowhere to go but up. So I'm trying to figure out... And then, in, and then in the school system, as you know, uh, it's a, there's a whole weird system in place. Some schools don't even they, they don't even acknowledge Valentine's Day exists. But then you've got other school systems where you've got forced te- Valentine's Day giving. Well, what, forget even about the students for a second. You got teachers that are giving students Valentines. Now, uh, that, what? Yeah, doesn't that seem like a weird? And not all the students, just the cute ones. No, <laughs> no, all the students. Here you but, go, Cindy. That's but, for you. But isn't that a confusing... <laughs> yes. Well, I think that when you're a kid, you don't think of it as a love, romantic love thing. You just think of it as another day that has to do with candy. You're just like, here's another day that I get a card, and it's really just about some crappy conversation hearts or Hershey's Kiss, and oh, yes, you you know, love, love, love is great, but really, it's just about the candy. As the breeder on the show, I have to tell you a quick story about uh, my kid, who I I said happy Valentine's Day to her today, and and she got some candy, because that's the the thing a responsible parent does at 8 o'clock in the morning, gives you good candy, (laughs) and her first reaction was, do we get to walk the neighborhood now, because she thought she got to go knock on all the doors and get candy again, because if you you've experienced Halloween as a child, you don't understand why every holiday does not implement the same rules. Well, Easter, too, she'll probably ask you. Uh, well, I would imagine, yeah, because uh, she's going to... But that, that at least is a little... That's more Halloween-like, I would say, because you do get to go around and find... Easter you know, eggs, eggs and stuff. filled with candy. You should just let... You should take her V-Day trick-or-treating. Just start start a new tradition yes, right now? Just start just knocking start, on doors? Yeah. Happy uh, Valentine's let's Day. Let's go. Let's go. Pony here up. Go. You got to have some chocolates in here. Yeah. But I, I think that, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, we had to give Valentine's Day. It was like mandated. We had to write Valenti- a Valentine's card out for somebody and put it in there. It, was, it wasn't like a stocking, but it was like a little Valentine's Day bag that everybody had. And then on Valentine's Day... 
you had to open it and then see who sent you Valentine's. And it's. You had to give one to everyone or you had to give one to one person? You had to just give. You didn't have to give one to everyone, but you could give as many as you wanted to. Like, there were some, you know, goody two shoes kids that were like, I'm going to give you one to everyone in my class. And then there were people like me who were like, I'm just going to give it to, you know, my three friends because these are my friends and the only people that I care about. But then there's this whole thing that you have to go through when you undo you when you empty that bag and you have to think about who like do I have less valentines than other people and there's the one random weird girl who only has one valentine Is and that it's what from they the teacher you? Was no that you? Were no. You, were you the random weird girl that got one Valentine from the teacher? No. The no. I got several. It said, "Dear student." She didn't even write your name. Just kept it real general. <laughs> it just had blank. She yeah. didn't even fill it yeah, in. It was an index card. It wasn't even a Valentine. It was like Dear left. blank, you will you be mine? <laughs> <laughs> but actually, the only time I ever got sent to the principal's office was over a Valentine's Day card. Oh, is that when you is that when you wrote to uh, to another girl in school and said, "Let's do it" or something? Uh, no. Is I... that when you said, "Let's play rock paper scissors," but circled scissors five times? <laughs> When I was like seven, yeah, yeah, I was way, 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 way ahead Very of my advanced, time. Yeah, no, I sent. Well, they were her... childproof scissors. So. <laughs> I sent. They were left-handed scissors. Right. No one can use them. I uh, sent her a Valentine's card because she was a friend, but a friend that we had this running joke that we hated each other. So every time, you know, when kids are like, "I hate you," you're so stupid. So right. I sent her a Valentine's Day card that had Aladdin theme on it, and I drew a penis on it. Drew a what now? I drew a penis on uh-huh. Aladdin. Sure. And then Aladdin was peeing into a little puddle, and in the puddle I wrote, remember that we are enemies. And I sent it to her. I put it in her little bag, and it just so happened that her dad was a teacher. So he saw that Valentine's Day card, Mm. and he called me, they called me into the principal's office, and the principal, I didn't know what was going on, and he sat me down, and he said, do you want to explain this? And he held up the Valentine's Day. And then you were able to explain it in in great detail, like you just did. Here's what you got going on here, Well, all right. It's Aladdin. We pretend to hate each other, right? Aladdin drank a lot of water, and clearly he's very well endowed. So I'm not a fan of Valentine's Day things in the classroom setting at all. I feel like it's weird, and I think that it just gives kids a complex on who who is getting what Valentines and from whom, and it's just a weird dynamic that doesn't need to exist. Well, Workplace too. The concept goes like this, right? We we spend a ton of money around the holidays, and then this is pretty much our last chance to spend a lot of money on you know these <laughs> oh, on these, goody. On these it's my d- last chance on these dumb things until if you think about it, really, I mean, you've got Fourth of July is kind of the next thing. I know Monday's President's Day, but there aren't a lot of people sending you know President's Day cards to each other. No, back that's and forth. just a place to buy twelve mattresses because right. the President's Day right. sale. There's not, uh, but this is one of those ones where you know billions of dollars are spent on everything from flowers to candy to dinner reservations to everything else. I think they said as a record twenty billion dollars being right. spent today. An absurd amount of money, and it's all stuff that's so temporary in the sense that, I mean, yeah, maybe people are giving each other jewelry and stuff, which you know, lasts for a while or until you misplace it or accidentally flush it down the toilet, but as far as most of that money, I would I would guess, is all spent on things that are like it, gone in a week, right? Flowers and chocolates and fancy dinners and all stuff that's probably very temp, right? V- gone already. So, they, they're, it's a huge influx of cash, money in the economy, right? And then, they figured out a smart way to go, how can we make this money even bigger? And that's, let's not just do it for people in romantic relationships. There's too many 
prudes that are just married to one person in this country. Let's <laughs> do something for asexuals. L- let's figure out a way to for asexuals to send cards to themselves. No, it became to themselves. It, no, it became like a let's let's include the children in it. Let's include the as you said the work friends in it. There's the the Galentine's, Galentine's. Day nonsense and the Palentine's Day and the uh, Valentine's Day where people just say how much I love Jimmy Fallon. Oh God, well, I never will participate in that horrible holiday. That is. Valentine's Day has gotten so commercialized, you guys. It's just, it has no values it's anymore. The, it is the least funny of the holidays, though. I think we can all agree. My favorite thing about Valentine's Day is seeing all the other companies trying to make their products relevant to Valentine's Day. Like, why don't you not? Why don't you skip the flowers on Valentine's Day and get your loved one a garage door? Yes. Or like, why don't you stop by heating and air conditioning because heat means love or whatever it is, or like a new snake for your toilet. It's just they try to justify their product in any way, shape, or form to be Valentine's, and it's so great I got to a, see the stretch. I got an email from uh, um, a roof repair service today, <laughs> wishing wishing me a happy Valentine's Day and saying that that if I wanted to keep the love in my home. Safe. I, now would be a great time to get a new roof or something like that. <laughs> I and, love at, it. and at first, I saw the email and I was, and I said Happy Valentine's Day, and it cut off. So I said, just said uh, Roofie, and I was like, Oh, this is weird. Oh, what an interesting. <laughs> I did not think about getting my wife a Roofie for Valentine's Day, but you know what? I'll click on this. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then I saw it was Roofing, and it was a totally different uh, thing altogether. Could you imagine if you actually got your wife something like that, though? Hey, honey, I got you a new roof patch. Yeah, yeah for, your, you, for look, Valentine's the Day. The shingles will be being placed. <laughs> on and just let you know it's to keep the love inside the, the house also a lot of divorce like, where's my... a lot of divorce attorneys would probably get calls after that <laughs> yeah i'll be back in a moment got a, a good show planned for you today believe it or not you're welcome to join us interactive and totally inclusive at 833-77-CALL-Q that's 833-77-CALL-Q and uh, we will um be back right after these words on the all-new channel q no things considered we'll be right back channel q No Things Considered, Channel Q. Uh, Valentine's Day, special show from the Channel Q studios. My name is Kevin, that is Allie. This is a show called No Things Considered, and you guys make the show what it is. Thanks for checking us out, spreading the word, downloading the podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts, under the name No Things Considered. And of course, Channel Q, available around the country, potentially even internationally. Yeah, we're talking to you, Canada, on the radio.com app. So why don't you go ahead and give us a listen, give the station a favorite, and uh, maybe let someone know about it. I mean, don't spam like 40 people in your inbox, but you could definitely let a few people know this station does exist, and it is a station giving everyone a voice, even uh, disgruntled ex-radio employees. 833-77-CALL-Q is the number if you want to get involved in anything we're talking about. Got a question, comment, concern, coming up a little bit later in the show today. Got the Gay Straight Movie Reviews. I had to watch or excuse me, I was given the honor of watching a chorus line and boy, ah. uh, what a treat that was. Really? Well, so you, I, right. it's funny, I, I, midway through watching it, I think I realized that I had, I think I was in that in, in uh, school. I think that my school put that on. I, re- I was like, this is so familiar. Oh, I think that oh, I like had, you were in the musical. I think I had done. I think that was one of those like things in music class in school. We had to like learn some stuff from it and do it. I think <gasps> you had so. To learn a musical? Yeah, that's is the there wh- footage of this? I would uh, love to hear you singing from a chorus I don't, line. I don't believe that. I don't believe there's any footage of it. I think it's all been destroyed. Not because <laughs> I was embarrassed, but because I was so horrible at it. Yeah. I think that they just destroyed it. I mean, picturing you doing jazz hands, there's not a pretty image that comes up. Allie had to watch a horrible rom com. I forced her to watch in the straight world. I don't know. I would 
take horrible. Oh, you like that movie? I Chris just, Pine? All right, we'll find out later. I'll it's Gay out. Straight Movie Reviews coming up uh, later in the show, plus News It or Lose It, as we actually learn some things going on in the world. Let me ask you, on this day of all days, Valentine's Day, where people are in love, celebrating love, confused as to who they're supposed to give flowers to, do you give it to coworkers or parents, grandparents, etc. With the uh, people that are in power right now get, having all these sexual misconduct allegations, they probably have to give so many flowers to people in the office. Oh, a lot of hush all, flowers. All the people you know, are sleeping with. And, yeah. Let me ask you, when you and your wife, like, when did you decide that you loved, you know, people are always funny in a relationship. Like, if you think, like, what's the moment that I decided I love this person or... In any relationship, when do you believe is the moment where you're like, we're, we're in love because we did this? Maybe it was sex. Maybe it's that you can poop with the door open. What was the thing with you and your <laughs> Well, if wife? that was the case, that would be like day two. You fell in love with her day, day two. How fitting. Yeah. What, a, what a fitting day to day do number two number in front of each other. Two. You know, I think that it was, and I know we've talked about this a little bit, the first vacation that you take with your spouse. Mm-hmm. I think it was the first vacation that I had that I was really like, okay, I want to be in this relationship for the long haul, pun intended. You meant for the U-Haul. Yeah. I want to be in this relationship for the U-Haul. But we did not U-Haul. We didn't move in together until five years into our relationship, which is not normal in the lesbo community. But um, with all of this stuff, with how you're crying in front of your partner or 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 crapping in front of your partner or burping and stuff like that that all of that happened way before very quickly very quickly way before i was like oh we're in love with one another i think on a first date we should all be legally required to burp fart <laughs> cry except do all of the things in front of the other person so, so that, bad for that waiter <laughs> well it's gonna be a rough kick it's not listen it's uh, t- time to reconsider your job at the cheesecake factory but i think that that it takes a lot of the pressure out of the relationship later on. I know that there's kind of the natural progression of things. When people say, like, is it serious yet? A lot of times a follow-up to that, you know, would be like, what do you mean serious? Like, are we having sex already? And then so like, no, serious. Like, have you seen them naked? Well, research has been done. They looked at 2,000 couples and a variety of couples, straight couples, gay couples, etc. And they came up with averages that milestones happen in a relationship and not the traditional milestones that we would all think about, right? But but the milestones like the ones we're talking about now. For instance, when is the average time in a relationship that you believe a couple sleeps in the same bed together regularly? I'm not talking like for the first time. On a regular basis. Yeah, like I, I don't think that means they move in with each other, but I would argue that, you know, more than a few nights a week you're sleeping in the same bed together. It depends so much. It depends on location. If you are, if you live far away from each other, this sometimes is it's easier yeah, to I just know. be like, ugh. Or with rent now these sure. days, you're like, let's just move in. It's just a more economical decision to make. Let's Even if we break up in six months. For the purpose it. of this, let's just assume this is like people that live near each other, you know, regular kind of, oh, met this person at the gym or met him on Tinder, so they're in my radius, whatever the case may be. Met him on Grindr. Uh, these are the averages. I find some of these shocking. But All right. I would say four to six months. All right. So you're, you're kind of on the money on this one. They sleep in the same bed roughly about four months, 21 days. So almost five months into the relationship is when that seems to be the standard time when people will be like, all right, we can sleep in the same bed, which a lot of times means you're going to see what the person looks like in the morning, which is a big step in the relationship, especially for a guy like me that likes to hide my face under uh, gallons of makeup. <laughs> 
I have seen you without makeup, and it is scary. Scary. You've <laughs> also seen me with makeup, which is even scarier. It's way scarier. Uh, I would, but I. That being said, yes, I think four or five months makes sense. I've also been in several relationships where that started within weeks. <laughs> you start sleeping regularly yes. overnight within weeks. Yes. It was like hot and heavy immediately. How about um, showering at the other person's place? Not not sexy showers, like let's shower together, which is really just an excuse to do it with the water running, but like you start mm, using the shower. I don't think there was showering involved at all in some of those relationships. Oh, hopefully with the girl with the armpit hair that was showering. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. I mean, I guess I wasn't really out of college that long before I had before I met Katie. So it's not. I mean, a lot of this is dorm stuff. Well, that know? throws so that, that doesn't really count. No, you're right. That throws off the that throws off the the average on everything because I don't think these. I think this is. If yeah. I had to go ahead and put a, um, this would be post college relationships. M- Mainly relationships you're probably in through your 30s and into your 40s, I would say. All right. If you're not, I think marriage throws this off, but if, but of course, think at the beginning of the. I'm talking about the beginning of relationships and probably. Showering then can happen right away. Well, they cl- they I, claim it's five five months before five months five months before you start showering so in each other's place. What like, are like, you doing up until then? You're just going home to shower. That seems so stupid. Yeah, because that's a real intimate thing. You, you're using not really. Some, they it, don't have to be involved in the process. Using someone else's shower is way more intimate than having sex with them because having sex with them. You don't see a bunch of other. You, you don't see all the things they have. You, you don't, don't see know, as many random pubes. You don't. Right. There's not as many pubes having sex as there is in the shower. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, sex on average happens at four months and seventeen days into a relationship, which I find That's to be not true. Inaccurate. I think you can take away four months and sixteen days. Crying in front of your partner. Now, crying in front of your partner could be, happen because of the first fight. Maybe you got some bad news. Maybe you're just super emotional, or you forgot your Netflix password. <laughs> that happens closer to six months. Five months, 24 days is when the average time people decide to cry in front of each other. See, I'm very curious as to how many of these 2,000 couples were gay or straight. Because I feel like in my female-female relationships, crying is like part of the date. First date. <laughs> I thought you were paying. I thought you were paying. Ah, let's talk about this. Be naked in, around the house. So naked in a non-sexual way, letting okay, the other person serious. see you naked. I think that may be the first thing we've gotten to that is real serious right there. Yeah, just walking around the house naked. I mean, seeing each other in the bedroom and, and having that experience is totally different than them just walking around naked right. in the house. This is someone, you know, potentially fixing something, hanging a picture on the wall, <laughs> whatever the case may be, totally Cooking naked. Cooking breakfast. Right. That is... I'm going to guess seven months. You're very good. Six months, 18 days ah. is when people, this average, decide to just go, hey, you know what? I'm too lazy to put on pants. Let's just do this bare <laughs> Can you imagine? That person's circling the date on their calendar. Finally. Yeah. Ha ha. And, and let's get to this one because I think this one is, um, is pretty significant. This is using the bathroom with the door open. For me, see, I meet people that are like, oh, I still cannot go in front of my, my, oh, my boyfriend's coming. I have to poop before he gets here. Mm -hmm. And they've been together for years. So I think this is tough to pinpoint. I would say seven months again, seven to eight months. It's shockingly just under, it is uh, six months, 24 days. They didn't say number one or two. So I assume that's only number one. Really? Uh, You assume that's number one? I think that'd be number one because uh, farting in front of your partner on average, doesn't happen until six months, 25 days. So you're more likely to go to the bathroom in front of them with the door open than to do that. Well, I think that one closely follows the other. 
And just to give you an idea of where we're at with, as, as a world right now, sharing a password like Netflix or Hulu or your phone doesn't happen until closer to eight months. So people would rather fart, fart in front of their partner, in front of their partner, than let them know that their password for Netflix is Big Dog sixty nine. <laughs> that they've been watching The Bachelor on right. demand. We'll be back in a moment. This is the all new Channel Q. No things considered. Returns after this. No Things Considered. Channel Q. We'll be right back. No Things Considered. Channel Q. All right, here we go. It's the all-new Channel Q. No Things Considered. My name's Kevin. I'm a straight man. That is Allie, a gay lady. We talk about some things going on in the world, in our lives, in our relationships, etc. on this Valentine's Day. Thanks for being with us here on the all-new Channel Q. Totally interactive, totally inclusive. 833-77-CALL-Q. Thanks for checking out the show. Uh, old friends, good to hear you again, or good for you to hear us again, I guess, and for new friends, friends with benefits, etc. We look forward very much to uh, becoming a part of your lives, having you become a part of our lives. And I don't know, Allie, if you would ever consider... I know we've talked before at this some is no point. no things considered, so no. No, the answer is no, she would not consider. But you and your <laughs> wife at some point, and I don't know why, I tried to talk you out of getting married. I'm like, a, I'm like a roadmap of what not to do, yet for some strange reason, I'm following you've in followed your... me into radio, <laughs> into marriage, and then at some point you, you plan on um, not only having a baby, but you want, to be in preg- you want to carry the baby, you want to be pregnant, you want to experience all of the quote-unquote joys of motherhood, and um, there is a lesbian couple that is doing something rather interesting, and I don't know if I should take this as a compliment or if I should take this as an insult. Well, the idea is that they, these two women, are seeking a Manny to be a positive role model for their daughter. Positive male role model. Yes, a positive male role model, because they are noticing their kid is getting a little older, doesn't really have a lot of strong male friendships in her life, and could probably use a nice, strong man to not call a daddy, but call a Manny. So, let me ask you this. There are, these are two women, lesbian couple, they have a daughter. Yeah. And they want the daughter to have a man in the... In the because... I think the argument has always been, regardless of this is how it is intended, we don't need no stinking man. Or is that, am I getting the quote wrong? I think stinking man is, is true. No, we don't need a man. We don't need no man to, right. uh, we are perfectly able to raise a, a, a well-functioning child into adulthood without needing a male and a female role model. Is it offensive? Is it even an offensive opinion to have these days, to think... I think that it's great for a, a child to have fe- male and female and potentially uh, gender neutral <laughs> just role have, Just have a, ro- a robot too? Yeah. I mean, at this point, I want them to have a lamp they look at. No. I mean, I, I, is it, it, can you even have that opinion and say, I think it's important well, to I, have a, look, I'll tell you right now, when I found out that my wife was pregnant again, uh, also known as my 9-11. <laughs> When I find out, when I found out that she was, that's because I was her due date. That's why. That's what did you, true. What did you think I that's meant? That's true. <laughs> when I found out that she was pregnant again, 
I wanted to have a son because we have a daughter, and I thought you oh, had one and one. I thought it'd be good to have one of each. Right yeah. now, maybe that was a, maybe that's a old-fashioned way to look at it. I just thought it would be. I a don't fun, think that's old-fashioned. For me, it was like, oh, now I'll get to see someone growing up. The you know, like the do you know maybe we'll see doing, which one turns out better. Right, we'll see which one we have to uh, you know leave at the old firehouse. <laughs> that's what they say. So uh, we now have proof over the audio airwaves that you wished you had a boy and then you had a girl. So when yes. your daughter reaches a certain age, we can play this for her. No. And she can be she can be given a complex. She can have something to talk about in therapy. I've already banned the radio.com app from my house, so <laughs> she's not allowed to listen. But, but uh, it, it, with, you know, this, this lesbian couple, you know, the, they decided at some point, and maybe their opinion has changed, and I always like that. I like it when people have strong opinions, but then after looking at the way it plays out in reality, are, are, are not afraid to go, hmm. But I don't think that this is them being like, we were wrong, we definitely needed a guy to be her dad. It's just, the kid is getting older, and they're noticing, they said right here, we've noticed that she's starting to become uncomfortable around men. She's hiding behind us and not speaking, and we're just worried that this is going to escalate as she gets older. So they just want to have some kind of strong male role model so that she can feel, like, not afraid of the other gender because she's so she's so surrounded by estrogen all the time. Yeah. Which is so usually... I. I mean, I, I yeah, you are. Oh. You need a male role model in uh, your house. You're right. I need a Manny. If there's a Manny looking for a gig, give me a call. <laughs> but, I, but, I can't be the strong male role model in my house. I got women everywhere, female dog. Everyone's all synced up. It's a real mess. But I, I, I see where they're going with this to say, okay, we're going to have somebody who's in the house that's just a, you know, a, a positive role model as a guy for my for my, my daughter to look up to. But a Manny is not a permanent position by any means. Once the daughter gets to a certain age, maybe this Manny is going to move on and take another job that's a higher paying job and then before you know it, absentee Manny. Right, and if the Manny is not good, if they don't hire a really good male, if this guy is the one be-all, end-all... He's the beacon of, of ethics right, for he's, all men. Right, he's the one who's going to determine how this girl yeah. grows up feeling about men in general. Would you even go with a Manny? A lot of, I wouldn't use the word Manny, for starters. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a horrible place to begin, but it, you know, it's one of those situations where... I, I applaud what they're trying to do, right? Any parent is trying to give their child the, the most well-rounded, um, best potential outlook in, in, ev- in, in every which way, right? And I wonder if, like, you know, it's weird. I always think about this with kids in race, right? Meeting someone of a different race for the first time. Like, I'm excited because my kid right now is in a class of, like, six people. And in that class, there's, uh, there's an Asian student. There's a... Um, there's someone of Hispanic origin in that class. <laughs> it's like we're well. already out of ideas. No, there's a, there's a robot. No, but there, <laughs> there, I think that there, there's a, a half black. But I mean, you know, so she's got out of out of six kids, she's got a lot of different people to kind of learn right. from, which is a good thing. I because I would always be afraid that if someone at some point you know goes their entire life or their entire childhood without meeting anyone that looks different than them at all. That becomes a potential problem. That's it. It is. It's not even a potential problem. It is a huge problem, and I, that's I think a big problem with what, what like people segregate themselves, and then they're raised in, in an environment where everybody is the same, same income, same race, same everything. And then as soon as that person gets out of that bubble, they freak out. It's like what's that thing the Amish do that I like the word for? Rumspringa. It's like a rumspringa. 
Yeah. A lot of kids are experiencing a rumspringa. They don't know a world outside of their own. They only know, uh, you know, who the parents hang out with and their family and friends. And as a result, you know, people usually gravitate oftentimes to people that are similar to them for a variety of reasons, similar interests, etc. If I was going to go to, um, uh, you know, I'm trying to think what hobbies I have, but if I was going to sign up for a Groupon or something because of something I'm enjoying, I got other people there that also got suckered into the same deal, but they've got the same already. They kind of share similar hobbies to me. Maybe they're living in the same neighborhood as I. You're already starting to be exclusive uh, and excluding others. So the concept that this girl is growing up in a house with two moms, the moms are going, there's no male role model. Now, I thought. And correct me if I'm wrong, Allie, but I thought in any good lesbian relationship, there's one masculine lesbian and one feminine well, lesbian. Well, see, I, I, I'm a positive male role model. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you I are. Think. No question. I mean, if you want to learn how to ride a motorcycle, I can help you out. If you want to build an Ikea bench, I can help out. I yeah. mean, there are a lot of... Ma- I, I was called the baby daddy of my aunt. My, when my aunt and her wife had their first baby, I was living with them because of San Francisco. And uh, and I was the one building the crib. I was the one... I, I was the I was the Manny yeah, of you, the house. Look, for all we know, you may be the male role model in our radio show right now. You may be the male role model in this relationship. <laughs> yeah, but with this, I just... I think that these ladies... Why don't you just get some other guy friends to kind of just be in her life a little bit more instead of hiring a position it just feels so contractual. Like, would you, if you were looking for a new job opportunity, theoretically, would you choose Manny? Would you take this job? This seems like a lot of responsibility for someone who's just trying to get a, get gainfully employed. It's a, it's weird because I always think to hire, you know, you're not supposed to hire someone based on gender anymore, right? You're not supposed to make that you're supposed to hire the best qualified candidate for the job. <laughs> so a woman's going to apply for this so, and be like, what, are you not going to hire me because I'm a woman? I think that we um, all know that yeah, for a okay, nanny job, a hired. woman is uh, it's a better hire right there. So they're, they're, <laughs> they're already being stupid by hiring. Or just get one of those Roomba vacuums. I think can clean up and, you know, <laughs> kid can chase it around, get tired. Uh, this has been No Things Considered. I don't, I don't know. know what we've solved well, here. I th- here's the thing. Would you I, take the job, though? Would I take the job? No. The answer is I wouldn't take the job because, I listen, the job I have now as father, um, it's probably the fifth or sixth most important job I've ever had. Okay? <laughs> I used to be a food runner at a very mediocre Italian restaurant. Way more so stressful. I, I put that a little higher up, but uh, right <laughs> below that, uh, and above birthday party clown, which I also did, <laughs> is this job. But uh, the, the thing about this is there are places, you know, you would think getting that kid around other kids that maybe have a couple of dads or right. a dad and a mom, a good go. old-fashioned, traditional, uh, heteronormative relationship. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that should be the thing. It should be, as you said, a more organic more organic. Yeah, it just seems forced. I think that pairing up and becoming friends with a gay guy couple is the perfect solution for this. And then they may find out down the road, hey, look at this, we've got sexual attraction to each other. And then they do a little swapping thing, and they've got their own sitcom on TLC. It's great. <laughs> Be back in a moment. This is the all-new Channel Q. No things considered. We'll come back with the headline round of News It or Lose It next on this Valentine's Day. No things considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No things considered. Channel Q. Whoa. Valentine's Day in a totally non-romantic way. I don't want to creep you out here on the all-new Channel Q. This is where you think of us like your date, you know? Maybe uh, you want to sit around and have some fondue for one while you have us on. Nothing sad about that at all, right? Yeah, we won't take your fondue either. You can just eat it all yourself. Uh, no promises. I may have some of their fondue. I'm interested in that. I like <laughs> cheese. Big fan of cheese. I was just explaining to someone the other day. How that, much do you love cheese? Yeah, that cheese to me 
can save any food, no matter how. Yes. I had this buddy that was trying to say to me, he's he's cutting out all dairy or something. He's on some diet or whatever. He's doing that thing we talked about, the micro resolutions. And this month, February. Oh, he picked, really? He picked the shortest month because he didn't know if he could do it, but he's going like no dairy. So I was like, well, you can still have cheese though. He's like, no, nope, that is that is all dairy. And I said, well, dude, I don't know what you're going to do because if I get home and I've got a bunch of random things in the fridge, just mix them all together, melt a piece of cheese on top, and it is totally edible. I know that for us, we've been trying to eat healthier, and it is if I screw it up and we end up eating something that's too healthy and just tastes like crap, that is the only that Katie will immediately get up and go to the fridge and get cheese because she knows that that'll make it tolerable. Well, it is a savior, and and for a while, I'd have to like if my kid was having a tantrum in the store, I'd be like, uh, here, here's a cheese stick, and she would walk around eating a cheat like one of those like uh, string cheeses. Yeah. Now. Uh, I've, I've picked up the habit. If I'm shopping anywhere, I'm eating a string cheese. <laughs> I'm a grown-ass man walking around them, <laughs> eating string cheese. They make them so accessible, too. They're just right there next to the right register. Right there. Fit right in my uh, hairy knuckles perfectly. All right, let's get to the possible headlines right. for News or Lose It. We must do that. <laughs> you opened Pandora's box of cheese. It's so hard. No Things Considered presents News It or Lose It. All right, on, these, on this special day, a lot of these are love-related, but not all. Headline number one, pick your favorite old school Disney show and we'll reveal who you'll spend V-Day with. Mm, I'm going to lose that. Me too. I hate those things. I'm sure it's on BuzzFeed if you want to find out how that ends. Uh, Yep. Not interested in that one at all. I would love to take this though. And they're like, your father. And you're like, what? Oh, no. All right. Tinder for cows matches livestock in the mood for love. Oh, this is kind of like one of our ideas. If you remember, remember the Tinder for dogs? Yeah. Tinder for Dogs was really more to hook up... Owners with pets. Owners with pets to adopt, but we thought it should be for owners that have dogs that they want to... um, Breed with. Breed, or at least give them like a thrill one night. So I'm going to say, let's news that one. Yeah, I I would like to news it as well. Okay, uh, let's see. If you have a turkey neck or a double chin, this can fix it. Hmm. It's probably scotch tape, but I'm... (laughs) I'm gonna say, I'm gonna a say, needle and thread. I'm gonna end. say, let's lose that one. I'm okay. less interested. All right, we finally know the identity of the masked singer Alien. I don't, I don't get into that show. Me I know neither. people are into it. I don't care. I don't think anyone's into it though. No. I think that the media is trying. I think they're getting paid to make us feel like we're into it. Well, I, I've just, I've made it a mission of mine to not get into any. And it's not going to make me popular around here. A reality show based on mascots? Any, actually, I would like a reality show based on mascots. Any singing show? Any? I've, there's not one show that involves singing in a competition that I've ever watched more than two minutes of. And when everyone was excited that the uh, American Idol person was doing the morning show here at Channel Q, mm-hmm. I, I think that I had to ask someone what American Idol was. <laughs> Didn't go over well. Uh, and you're like, is that in the chair where they turn around and they I, don't know I, who I, they I, are? And I've avoided them all, and I'm so happy but I have. You do watch The Bachelor. The Bachelor, there's no singing, so yes, I will watch it. <laughs> but you would like it too, only because it's just a bunch of attractive women that are constantly fighting in bikinis. Oh God, that sounds terrible. All right, couples who play board games together release a love hormone. All right, that I'm interested in. As a board game playing lesbian, I would love to hear more. We will take the board out of board games when we break down that story and some more stories after this. The news that are lose it news portion is next on the all-new Channel Q. No things considered. Channel Q. We'll be right back. No things considered. Channel Q. Oh, man. Were you hoping for some Maroon 5? Because you just got some. 
thinking about starting my Maroon 5 cover band, Maroon 6, Allie. Would you, <laughs> would you just check us out? or mm, No. As long as you only do it with your shirt off. Oh, yeah, that's it. Shirt off, generic tattoos, etc. This is the all-new Channel Q. It's a show called No Things Considered. It's great to have you with us today, wherever you're listening. Of course, smart speakers, uh, they're not so smart because they allow us to broadcast through them. And you can just go to your smart speaker and yell the following phrase, and you will hear our voices. Alexa, play Channel Q on radio.com. And just like that, Alexa says, you sure you don't want something else? And then you say, no, Alexa, I know what I want. And, and listen, even if you have one of those Google Homes, you still yell Alexa at it. It, uh, it will answer eventually. I mean, it hurts <laughs> its, its feelings. It's job to yeah. answer, yeah. It's, uh, we talked earlier about the fact that people are uh, not even communicating with humans as nicely these days as a result of all of the commands that we're barking at our digital assistants. Yeah, no one says please or thank you. Kids are becoming ruder because they know that they can just demand things from Alexa and their Google Homes. Uh, my dry cleaner's name is Stan. I've known the guy for years, but I call him Alexa now. I just say, Alexa, close now. And the guy like, responds. What? He gives them to me. He knows. Anyway, we got uh, lots to get to this hour, but before we get to any of those things, including the Gay Straight Movie Reviews and everything else we have planned for you on this Valentine's Day show, it's time for us to break down the headlines that we selected just a few moments ago in the News It portion of Lose It. <laughs> Or news it. Is that my dyslexia or is that what we're calling uh, it? Flues it. Flues it or blues it. No things considered presents news it or lose it. <laughs> I kind of want to do flues it or blues it. Well, I, I think just no- people who play blues and people who are floozies. <laughs> I think knows it or blows uh, it. Blows it. Knows it or blows it is actually happening later on today on the station. So I can't <laughs> wait for that show. I will be listening. It's a brand new show that's going to be debuting right here on the all new Channel Q, a station giving everyone a voice. Okay, so it's hard to find love for some people, or sometimes it's hard for cows to find love. But in 2019, we are inclusive. We are all about people finding their mates, and that's why Tutter has been invented. It is a Tinder-inspired app helping cows find love with one another or with the farmer of their dreams. It's uh, So it's called Tutter. It's a mix of a dating app with... T- uh, oh, wow, they had to explain this. It's a mix of dating app Tinder and the word utter. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't realize that. And it lets farmers swipe right on cattle that they like the look of. Then... They are paired up with, uh, I guess they can swipe right or left and look at these uh, at these cattle. I don't know how you can even tell them apart, but you're like, yeah, I like that one. That That's a nice strong male. And then you can look at another female and be like, hmm, yeah, that one would go good with the man. And then you can buy them both and breed them together. I'd and- like to do this, but for selecting what steaks I want. Yeah. I'd like to go ahead and be like, hmm. Uh, tutter, tutter. All right, uh, you know what? That cow looks like it will be delicious once it's murdered. I'm going to have that one. <laughs> I know. When I first read this, I was like, okay, so the cow will always be paired up with a stun gun. <laughs> yeah, every time. It's, <laughs> you got to pick your weapon and oh, you want to no. pair with your cow. <laughs> this oh. is not good. And it is launching just in time for Valentine's Day. The makers believe that Tutter is the first ever matchmaking app for livestock. But the then, first and last. I mean, I, listen, I understand sometimes you want to say, I'm revolutionary. We're the first ones. Hey, we were the first. We're the first ones at it. It's just the kind of thing that you, know, you come up with a really atrocious idea, like this one, for instance, and say you're the first. I don't think you're going to have six other people that are building their cow matchmaking apps going, damn it, Tutter beat us. <laughs> and they stole our name. Our name was Teeter. There's just so much better. <laughs> I... 
<laughs> the other one was plenty of udders. I think that okay. um, <laughs> I just don't understand why a farmer needs to go through and swipe right or left on a cow. It's, like, it's, if you think about a horse, you want it to have nice genes. You want it to have a certain look. You want it to see if it's strong, things like that, if you're trying to have it race or whatever, but or breed it. But a cow... They just all look like the same. They all just look like cows. It's the psychology of the swipe. That's the that's the idea. People love playing God. And when you ha- when you do the psychology the swiping psychology, and of course if you apply it to your own dating life through Tinder or Grinder or, or Bumble or whatever else, you know what I'm talking about. But it they're trying to give everyone that feeling, the feeling of looking down and easily being able to, sw- everyone loves. It's the swipe. It's You're the right. swipe. People love the swipe. If you remember, Instagram quickly changed stuff and they kind of removed that swipe feature and people got freaked. They didn't like it. They, they, people love swiping. There's a powerful feeling there. It's quick. You have total control. And when you're making a decision, a very important decision, like who do I want to let my cow have sex with this weekend? <laughs> you want to make sure that you can do it as quickly as possible. Um, and I think that's the idea. So if they're looking at a farm that doesn't necessarily get to experience the joys of swiping for an actual lover for themselves. They want to give them all of the joy of doing that with the uh, with the cow. Now, I would like to see a cow uh, put their uh, put their hoof for whatever cows have for feet, cow foot, <laughs> whatever cows have for feet. on the uh, on the phone. I'd like to see I'd like to see that happen. I'd like to see a farmer be like, God damn it! I've been through six cell phone screens this week. And I keep just let, smashing. I keep letting my cow. Uh, it doesn't do matter. They're just Samsung. Tutter. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I would I would agree with you that I want to see the cows. It's just with all these apps that are you're creating a love match for a pet or for an animal. It seems sad that they have no control over this. They're just like they're being their dating profile is being put. It's like a bad best friend who's like I put your dating profile online and I got you mick I got you matched up with these seven people who got convicted of felonies. And right. you're like what, Clara? It's female cows like thinking like oh, I'm just gonna have a relaxing night, yeah. and hang out, and then maybe get tipped by some pothead, and then all of a sudden it's gonna be like. <laughs> Some giant bull shows up and be like, you ready for sex time? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> no! Like, oh, God. I was like, Farmer John asked for this. <laughs> All right, so um, couples might be having a night in tonight. Maybe you're going to be having a nice romantic dinner at home. Or uh, maybe you're going to go out and paint the town or whatever. But what you should be doing if it's going to do any good for your relationship is staying at home and just playing board games because they just found out that when couples play board games together or take a painting class with each other, so this is board games or art, their bodies release oxytocin, which is sometimes dubbed the hugging hormone. And uh, it will make you just feel happier and more lovey-dovey with each other and it's actually good for your relationship as a whole. I think that this whole whatever research is put on by the people of Hasbro or Milton Bradley. It's I think trying it's trying to not be has-beens. I think they're just trying to figure out a way to be relevant in in the digital age. <laughs> they're when like, you guys, can, play sorry in Battleship. Yeah, it's good the, for your relationship. What do, we, uh, what do we have to try to? Here's what our competition is. Have you seen an iPad? Oh God, that <laughs> seems fun. Have you seen an Xbox? Oh my God, look at those graphics. So anyway, what are we gonna do? I don't know. Tell them if they play more board games, they'll have sex more. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, let's throw that out there. They'll have to buy that before. But, but I, I, I do think that board games are already making a comeback. Hipsters have brought board games back. I've been invited to more board game nights than I ever have in my life. Uh, you've also been uninvited for more yes. board game nights yes. as well. Yes, granted, I did get uninvited to a board game night. 
that only consisted of six people. They and told, I think they were just playing Trivial Pursuit. They told Ali, still. sorry. And she goes, all right, that sounds fun. And they go, no, no, sorry, you're no, not coming. Sorry, you've lost the game of life. We will be, <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. It's the all-new Channel Q. This is No Things Considered. More after this. No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Considered. Channel Q. Did you see the email that we just got? Nope. So apparently, this is kind of cool. I have to reset my password. <laughs> so I can't get into my mail anymore. So Ali, it's over. Ali's password is lesbo6969 for the record. If you need to hack into any of her accounts. No, I'm now not. it's 6868. Oh, 6868. <laughs> Too similar. Uh, so the email that came through from uh, one of the, uh, the head bosses here says that anyone that has plans on Valentine's Day is allowed to leave early. What? Which I think is very nice. It's a very, it's, listen, you usually only get, you know, you only get those sort of invitations around the holidays. Like, hey, I know, you know Christmas Eve's not a holiday, but if you want to get home and be with your family and your work is done, you, you know, get out of here. This is an interesting one, though, because this sounds like if you uh, have love in your life, get out of here. But if you're, you're single, you got to stick <laughs> around and sweat out the rest of the day, because what else are you going to do? If you're a single loser, strap down, because you will have more documents <laughs> yeah. to go through. And I'm sure you're going to be taking on other people's work, too. Because yeah. they're like, I have to finish getting that memo out, but you'll do it, right, Sandy? And she's like, yeah. Yeah, they've got uh, they've got a date at Fogo to Chow, so you'll be doing their work now. <laughs> this is definitely the beginning of a rom-com. Uh, well, anyway, yeah, and then it's two two losers that are here doing yeah. everyone else's work, <laughs> and they losers. meet at the copy machine and they wonder why they're both single and next thing you know they start photocopying their genitals and they fall in love <laughs> story's been written already has it it's called Xerox. i think that's it's a beautiful story i think you just wrote a porn did i oh is that what it is god it always happens that way it starts out so romantic and then it goes down that path well anyway so apparently uh ali and i are gonna get out of here without even finishing this show because we've got romantic plans with each other bye no no? Well, apparently that does not apply to us, and especially right now. Damn it. But it now is I'm a, really pissed that my wife's out of town. It's a great segue, though, if you think about it, to get into Gay Gay Cray Cray, which, as you know, is uh, one of the things I look forward to every single week. You will share, me, share with me a story of a couple. I will share you a couple. Share me a couple that is involved in a relationship that somehow made the news, sometimes for good reasons, sometimes for bad reasons, and all I have to do is, using the process of deduction, deduction reasoning, figure out if the couple is a straight couple or a gay couple, and I think uh, you've thrown me a few loopholes. Yep. I'm even gonna I'm gonna give you a lot of information in this one because I don't think that any of this will give it away. There's a couple from Japan that is planning to get married 26 times. They love each other. They love each other so much. They can't just get married once. They need to do it 25 more times in various countries and regions throughout the world over the course of a six-month period. If you look, they, they have already started, I believe, or they've at least taken pictures of what their wedding is going to be like. I'm looking at a person. <laughs> I mean, I'll let you tell me the details. <laughs> I've, I know I've, I've locked in early before and I've changed my mind. Any couple that likes merit, likes getting married, this there has to be a there has to be a political reason behind this or a. Yeah, but some straight couples are just like crazy. They're those people that get together and then break up and then get together and break up and then they get married and divorced and they renew their vows and they're just crazy people. 
Well, you never have to deal with the reality of life setting in if you just keep getting married over and over again, because then you constantly get to kind of be in that honeymoon period. But then you also, I would imagine, have the stress of having to plan a new wedding every every two <laughs> every, weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Uh, as soon as you get married, you're behind on your next wedding. So I'm looking at a picture of this couple. There's one person wearing a wedding dress, and there's another person wearing a three-piece suit. Mm. I'll even give you their names, Misato Kawasaki and Mayu Otaki. Oh, God. Doesn't help you, does it? No, it doesn't. The they... three-piece suit thing, you would think would help, but I, wasn't that the first thing you bought yourself in high school when you had money of your own? No, it's the first thing I ever wanted to buy for myself, period. Right, was and a three-piece suit. I, yes, and I never did, but then I ended up wearing one as a regular work attire when I was catering later on. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's called their 26-time marriage plan. It will see them tour Europe, Africa, North America, and South America from March to September. They have set up a crowdfunding campaign to cover the expenses of their trip and plan their trip. They estimate that it'll cost around 19 k per person, so almost forty grand. And they have raised about a third of their goal so far. And you can go even right now and donate. They want strangers to pay for them to pretty much take a year off of work. Six months, but yeah. Six months off of work and travel the world. Yeah. Getting married over and over and over again. I have. Im- I imagine that the 10th or 15th wedding, it's going to be more about the traveling and the, less about the marriage. The only reason marriage is significant at all is because it's the concept that you're supposed to only do it one time. If you get married, that's why if you've ever been to someone's second or third wedding and you're like, hmm, this is at Buffalo Wild Wings? Because the first one was like a a big deal. It was in Cabo. It's one of these things where already it loses a little something. If you know going into it, you're going to be doing it 26 times. There's nothing special about what you're doing at all. The words just become at that point words. They're not even, there's not even anything symbolic about it unless they're trying to make a point that gay marriage, which is still not allowed in parts of the world, parts of the country too, I should point out. Yeah. But well, maybe, yeah. maybe they're attempting to Make a statement. Make a statement, and that's why they're saying, give us the money, we will travel around the world and get gay married in 26 countries, maybe some countries where it's illegal, some countries where it's recently legalized, and and we will try to be, in some ways, like... um, you know, the the Rosa Parks of gay marriage. They're heroes, yeah. Right, heroes. Uh, I'll just give you two last details, and then you can make your official guess. They are 21 and 22 years old, and they have been dating since 2017. So, no. Oh, boy. So, they have gotten to the point where they're going to the bathroom in front of each other with the door open. Yes. Uh, they probably met each other's parents and had sex and things like that. Well, that's what they should they have are... crowdfunded for. We're going to go to the bathroom in front of each other in 26 countries. Because <laughs> I'd be interested to see what they do when I they get to, like... some people, it's just a hole in yeah, the ground. Yeah, they go to India, and it's just a hole. <laughs> the railroad tracks <laughs> there's no door to shut oh god uh, i so my first thought was gay but mm-hmm. now that you've told me their age i think that these are just kind of freeloading millennials that want everyone to pay for their th- right, stuff right and for that is them. a thing and the concept of just getting married over and over again is just their way of trying to find their little it's like they're a marketing tool for them their little slice of rights their little slice of internet fame and it does, you don't need to have any real talent to do that which is no, it's like that guy that took a big calendar of photos with like a like baby photos with a burrito. Yeah. It's just like something stupid that a person like that would do and then they someone pays to make 75,000 copies of this calendar and you're like, "Why did this ever happen?" So I need to figure out now if the couple is gay or straight. Yep. <sighs> My gut tells me they're gay 
because I, if they're not gay, it, 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 at least if they're a gay couple, the crowdfunding makes a little bit of sense. Like, it, not that it right, has. Like there's to, a political statement yeah, behind yes. it, then more people are likely yeah, to donate. But I, then people I, donate money to really stupid things. Yeah, no guy tried to make potato salad. He made forty thousand dollars from crowdfunding. I get all that. I, I, if if this is just a straight couple that's looking for strangers to finance a trip around the world, and they've you said they've already reached half of their funding goals. A third, but yeah. Uh, I gotta go gay. This is not cray cray. This is gay gay. Oh, wow. Kevin, you, I, have you ever gotten one wrong? Am I, 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 am I right again? You are correct. Beautiful. A same-sex couple from Japan are planning to get married yeah. 26 times in a bid to call for change in their home country where it is illegal for them to wed. That's beautiful. See, now I'm on board. Now, if you, had, I was so ready to be outraged when you said, nope, just a couple of uh, University yeah. of Boulder graduates. <laughs> and me being like, God damn it, so get a like, job. Oh, no, I'm in Germany. I'm that, getting married that, again. That actually, <laughs> uh, I'm on board now. I may Send me the link. I'll, I'll donate to All this. All right, cool. So I. Maybe Channel Q can get behind this. I mean, I you know this place. These ladies are adorable. As you know, Channel Q loves throwing money at everything. So might as well uh, throw money to this uh, these, this gay couple and let them get married in a few other countries. If Maybe they, we could sponsor that. That would be nice. If they uh, end up getting divorced, do they have to get divorced twenty six times? Twenty six country divorces. <laughs> all the same that, places. That's a great that's idea. That's painful. I like that. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. This is the all new Channel Q. Uh, gay straight movie reviews on deck. Oh wait, hold on. Yeah, we'll do some gay straight movie reviews. That is after this, when I will break down a chorus line, Allie will break down a rom-com with Reese Witherspoon and a couple of guys fighting over her. Oh, boy. These are not good movies. These are not Oscar-nominated films necessarily, but they are movies that we were forced to watch, and we will be reviewing them next on the all-new Channel Q. No Things Considered. Channel Q. We'll be right back. No Things Considered. Channel Q. Hope you're having a super romantic day, unless that's not what you're into, in which case, hope you're not having that. There you go. There's some romance for you. Sounds a lot like phlegm, but trust me when I say it's romance. It's the all-new Channel Q, Valentine's Day. Thanks for hanging out with us. Remember, can't spell Valentine's Day without VD. <laughs> so uh, why don't you go ahead and, uh, you know, protect yourself. It's very yeah, important. VD is every day to me. Dental Dam. That's what we're talking about. Dental Dam. That's our sponsor for this hour on the all-new Channel Q. Get yourself a Dental Dam. Uh, you can just uh, get some saran wrap or an old poncho, <laughs> and just like that, you've got a Dental Dam. You mean I can reuse my old poncho? Thank uh, God. Yeah. You uh, just wear the poncho during the act of lovemaking, and uh, you're prepared for anything the weather may uh, provide, but also you can have that, that safe uh, lesbian sex, which is really what it's all about. I do think that Dental Dam needs to do a little bit of marketing, because I don't think any I don't know any lesbian who has ever used one or given a crap about one or even recognize that it is useful in any way so if they're going to make an argument that it's making things better and safer they got to do they got some work to do they, well they, they they first of all they combine two words that no one likes to hear dental <laughs> makes you think a dentist no one has a good relation no one likes hearing dentist and then damn is a, is a profanity so it's two <laughs> things that no one likes to hear and they should call it something completely different like you call it an orgasm blanket or something and all of a sudden people People get excited about it. Those are two th- words people like. So that's the problem. Tickle wrap. Oh yeah, guy. Yeah, where's you? Oh, let's have sex. But first, get off the tickle wrap. <laughs> 
I and I think the you're right. The word the use of the word dental is so unfortunate. Why did they have to use dental? Because then it, it just gives you an image of what's happening that you never want no. in that situation. It, 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 Teeth should not be involved in third base. Whoever popularized kale, why don't you go ahead? You've you've done enough for that uh, that that green leaf. Why don't you go ahead and put your attention toward the dental dam right now? And let's make 2019 the year that the dental dam gets rebranded. And lo and behold, Allie's like, I got to stop on my way home and pick up one of those orgasm blankets. Yeah, I got to get a pack of orgasm blankets. Uh, Magnum, it, please. It, 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 <laughs> I don't think. I don't think that. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you brag about. Uh, those are the ones you're not proud about. Those are the ones you. Call Q. Well, we just lost that sponsorship. Damn it. Damn it. We had him and we lost him. 83377-CALL-Q to get involved in the show. And of course, uh, you can also hit us up on the socials, NTC Show on Twitter. Uh, we are Channel Q. And if you're interested, uh, you can download the show as well. So there's lots of reasons to listen to us on your schedule. Thank you. We know a lot of you are listening to us live, streaming us, uh, and some of you listening to us on the radio. Hey, listen, we sound great. Or, or I guess I don't want to oversell this. We sound about the same on any way you decide to listen, but there's lots of options. So smart speaker, radio.com, in your car, on the radio, whatever it is. Thank live, you so much. Live, not live. You can listen to us as the show unfolds, or you can download it later for a good time on your schedule. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to this next week and we keep talking about Valentine's Day, you could be confused, but uh, <laughs> it's actually technically today. But you all make right. your spouse dinner on like next Friday. Yeah, you'll be you'll be pleasantly surprised when you go to buy flowers again next week and they're back to normal mm-hmm. prices again. Uh, they don't try to jack them up because they wrapped them in baby's breath. The reject of the flower community. Uh, let's get into the Gay Straight Movie Reviews now. Uh, both of us were forced to watch a movie, whether we wanted to or not, and it's time now for us to Gay Straight Movie Review on Channel Q. I always tell Allie to watch something that was usually made for the heterosexual community. Oftentimes I give her really masculine, manly films. She always tries to find a reason to make them gay, like Tombstone or Fast and Furious or Rudy. Sometimes I just give her really long movies just because I feel like being a total Mm a-hole. But other times, um, I give her stuff that I think she'll hate for a different reason. And this time, I presented you with a film that I've never seen. I'm proud to say it. Chris Pine, Reese Witherspoon, and some other dude. I know. I don't know who the other dude is, but um, it's called This Means War. And you did. You 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 went from heavy guy straight movies to a heavily straight girl centric movie. Yeah, I would imagine that ninety nine point nine percent of ticket sales for this movie were straight, straight women, women that were like, "Let's go out and enjoy a rom com with our girl Reese Witherspoon and Chris Pine." So dreamy. So um, this is the first. Oh, Tom Hardy. That's his name. Tom Hardy. That means nothing to me. I he's, still don't know who the hell that I've is. I've heard his name. He's well known. And I think he's... He's ugly. I think he's... Well, I, th- I think the gay community would disagree. I think really? a lot. Of, I think the gay guys are really into Tom Hardy. I think they're just confused by his name. That's what it is. <laughs> so this film... Tom Softy is having a horrible career right now. <laughs> Tom Flaccid. Not doing well. I'm so attractive. Why is no one putting me in movies? Uh, listen, guys, we got uh, one role here. It's down to two of you. It's got Tom Hardy and Tom Flaccid. Uh, Tom Hardy, you got the role. Ah, Flaccid guy leaves again. Flaccid. is his headshot. Okay. So this movie was actually the first one that I had to physically pay money for. Which is disappointing. <laughs> You're the first person that could say that, I believe. <laughs> because I, it wasn't popular enough to be available for free online, and it wasn't, uh, I guess, crappy enough to just be available for free on whatever you know platform you have on Apple TV or whatever. So I had to go to iTunes and pay four whole dollars to watch this. An hour and thirty-eight minutes of pain. 
But actually... Oh, here we go. This you, you try to be all optimistic with these I know these movies are bad. I don't even think that movie rated well. I think that movie got like 10% or it something. It was like a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. But I think what... I mean, just to paint the picture for you, at the beginning, it's these two guys in a CIA operative, you know, like action scene starts with an action scene and then they're told they made too much of a mess in their action you know at the, uh, achieving their objective or whatever so they have to now they're behind the desk and they're all bored and then eventually they meet the same woman and they are at odds with one another by the way one of the couples meet because they pick out the same dvd at a movie store mm-hmm. This was made in, like, 2014, so I don't know why there's still a script involving a movie store and DVD rental, but that is how they met. I want to say this was, like, an old script that was part of, like, a giant package with Reese Witherspoon, and she put it off as long as she possibly could, and finally they're like, all right, let's just make the dumb movie. This is back at, like, MGM when they did, like, five picture deals, so they're like, you have one more, and it's This Means War. I mean, the fact that all of these people agreed to do this movie is beyond me, but I think I have determined the recipe for actually enjoying these movies and that is just knowing in your head and deciding that this is going to be a horrible movie suddenly makes the movie very enjoyable Hmm. and that's what i was feeling i also think that there is a deep deep down the basic bitch inside of me could just kind of kick back and watch a rom-com and enjoy every moment of it even though i knew it was terrible you know? are, you, are you telling me in some strange way that a movie that I gave you that I knew you would hate, that even the women, the audience it was intended for, which was uh, heterosexual women that were fans of Reese Witherspoon and liked looking at Tom Hardy and, and Chris Pine, you're telling me that you found a way to enjoy this film? Well, I watched it last night before I went to bed, and I thought, oh my God, this movie's terrible. I can't believe I have to pay for it. I can't believe this. This is awful. And then like 20 minutes in, I just found myself relaxing and watching the movie and being like, oh no, he didn't put that. Oh, I can't believe that he stun gunned the other guys so that they couldn't have sex. This is crazy. And I was getting really invested in it. And I was like, I'm literally just sitting back and watching this movie. What do you possibly give it on the one to five pizza slice scale? I mean, it's still a bad movie. I'm going to give it two pizza slices. Two pizza slices. But it is very watchable because it's a rom-com. Ali told me that I had to watch a chorus line, and as I was watching it, first of all, uh, it's not really a a movie so much as it is a musical. Did you know that? Yes. Oh, you knew that? Yes, it's a movie musical. Yeah, it started with singing, and the singing didn't really stop. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I think what we're listening to now is one of the songs. Well... A chorus line was every bit as horrible as I could have expected. And then as I was hearing some more of the songs throughout it, I thought to myself, these are familiar. And then I realized that I think it was in eighth grade, we had to, in music class, learn and perform music from a chorus line. Which so, I didn't really I just know. picture you one singular sensation. Yeah. Every little step we take. So as I'm watching this, uh, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I feel like I know this from somewhere. Where do I know this from? And I was like, is this Ali's ringtone? And then I realized <laughs> it was part of my history, something that I had forgotten about. And you know what? When I told the teacher back then, when will I ever use this again in the real world? I guess the joke's on me. My gay music teacher who played us a chorus line in eighth grade because I am forced to watch it as a uh, 30-something-year-old man and deal with the reality that um, the story about uh, a bunch of extras, understudies that are all trying to get a role uh, pretty much on a chorus line. I mean, I think most people know what this thing's about, but uh, they're competing for it. And one of the guys, I guess, in high school was involved in a drag show. Uh, It had a lot of interesting parts of it, but stuff that I didn't really think was appropriate for... uh, 
me being an eighth grader at the time. Had oh, some, really? Had some adult... Uh, adult content? Yeah. I mean, no nudity, but a lot of kicking, a lot of high kicks. There are a lot of musicals like that. Like, when I was a kid doing them, and I, like, when we actually did Chicago and Cabaret and those kind of musicals, there's a lot of really sexual situations in those musicals. And then there's, like, eighth graders being, like... <laughs> doing the cell block tango and like straddling a chair and doing all these dances and it's like maybe we shouldn't be doing this these are adult situations my favorite scene was when paul fell down and hurt his knee that he recently got surgery on and then he was carried off to the hospital and all the audition stand-ins were in disbelief that this happened would he ever dance again and i was thinking to myself in a lot of ways this is like the sports movies that i enjoy right but instead of sports it's dance but a guy gets injured and then it becomes the can he recover and make his way back to the big leagues which in this particular case was uh, the chorus line and then i started chanting rudy at the screen and realized <laughs> that no it was not that movie the best thing that would possibly happen would be a giant dance number and lo and behold it was always a giant dance number next hmm. so i give a chorus line what do you like? exactly what i thought i would give it which is not even a slice of pizza what? Just the crust of one slice. Oh, come on. You steered me wrong Such again. Such a musical hater. We'll be back in a moment. Well, you've made me now watch two musicals in a row. So between well. that and Rent, it's like, give me something. There's got to be a good gay movie with some actual dialogue. All right? No <laughs> subtitles, no songs. That's what I'm saying. All right, all right. I'll give you dialogue next we'll time. We'll be back in a moment. Or this the vagina monologues. The, the no, movie. No, negative. <laughs> negative. It's uh, the all-new Channel Q. Besides, I can't uh, understand the vagina monologues under that orgasm blanket. <laughs> That's what you call full circle. No things considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No things considered. Channel Q. I cannot believe it, but already we must uh, wrap it up. Get out of here. Dental damn it up, as they like to say in the biz. Get out of here. Especially because there are dogs eating bubbles on the television right now. Yeah. My, my concentration is out the window. You think the dog is distracted by the bubbles. You should look at Allie, distracted by the dogs, I'm distracted like, by the bubbles. I'm like, get it. Vicious get cycle. It. In case you don't think that we are 100% focused on the show that we are putting on Channel Q right now, you are wrong. <laughs> uh, it just so happens that we uh, are enjoying and watching... And uh, Ali is definitely way more preoccupied by it than I am. A dog popping bubbles. It's adorable. <laughs> With his mouth. I think that if that if, if that dog is looking for a radio show, Channel Q would be the place <laughs> to make that thing happen. We're all inclusive. Yeah, you say giving, every, people. giving everyone a voice. Let's prove it and get a dog on this thing popping bubbles every day for giving two Giving everyone a bark. I'll happily give them our two-hour <laughs> slot uh, to hear that show and see how it rates. Uh, anyway, thanks for uh, hanging out with us. We appreciate it. If you missed any moments of the show, some good ones and some great ones, you can uh, check out the podcast. Available for download wherever you get your podcasts, even on the radio.com app. I believe you can link to it there. iTunes, etc. Search for No Things Considered. Of course, if you do not have the Radio.com app, I don't want to sound like a broken record here, but uh, download it ASAP and listen to us anytime, anyplace, anywhere, whether you like it or not. Uh, Allie, happy Valentine's Day. I know we said earlier in the show it's weird to give things to coworkers. But it's I would, weird for you to wish me a happy Valentine's Day. I would Day. like to uh, give you a, a long nope. hug Okay. and talk for a moment about the three things that you, that you do that mean the most to me. So let's go ahead and <laughs> oh, get God. out of here so no one else has to share in this awkward moment. Uh, We're going to exchange some oxytocin. No, get away. And some oxycotton right after this. Uh, yay! The all-new Channel Q. <laughs>